0: Rowena Dooley asking soul citizens to report for duty. We didn't get our whoosh fast cart. Uh, I knew there was going to be something, right? That wasn't going to go right. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's our whoosh. Here we go. Oh, okay. We didn't get our whoosh. I should have known there was going to be something. This is too good to be true. Welcome, everybody, to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back for another great week of conversation. And we is just me and he, Fast Cart FC. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you, man? I'm doing okay. It has been one of those days. That's all I can the, say. I was, the
1: weather warming up. But I, I, I got to get
0: my AC back in the window. I'm going
1: to try to get some help to do that. But yeah, we'll see. Well, you
0: know, you brought up weather. It is not warm here. It was nice the other day. It is 50s, I think. Low 50s, 40 is 40s. And it rained today off and on all day. So it was not that great. Uh, every time we think spring is coming, it... Flips back and goes back to some crazy, you know, weird. Well, you know, you, you know
1: who to blame for that, right? Who's that? Not the gopher, Not the greyhound. What's the thing called? Oh, the the, uh, the, 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 groundhog, the groundhog. Groundhog. Yeah, the, the yeah, groundhog. That's the, the blame. Uh, okay. Phil. Phil. <laughs> yeah, Phil.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Pixity Phil or whatever He's his name is. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, welcome everybody back to Soul Citizens, and as I said today, you've got uh, Fast Cart and me. And, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, a subject, Thrakazag. Thank you so Thrak-a-zog, much. I gotta, you. I gotta always put the Z on there. Cause I always say Thrakazag. Thrakazags. Thank you for that subscription. We appreciate that, and just for that, you get one whammer. How about that? I think whammer. There's whammer. Thanks for the subscription. (laughs) Thank you very much. Why is whammer over there? He's supposed to be on the side. Anyway, (laughs) move whammer. I'm telling you, this
1: is. At least he's not blocking somebody this this time. Well, yeah, I
0: guess right in between (laughs) both. Anyway, we want to say shout outs to everybody who's here today. We see a lot of people in chat. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on a Sunday evening. Um FastCart's already brought it up. We, he's brought the subject of weather. The name of this show is Weather or Not. <clears throat> we're going to be pulling from a lot of sources today. A lot of sources. Um, CIG has talked about weather. Then they go silent on Weather FC. You know, we get excited. They show us something. And then nada, you know, for a long period of time. And so we're going to talk a little bit about at least what we know. Right.
1: <laughs> and, and well at, at least at least the two of us are used to it because we've yeah. been here we've been in back for a long time. Some That's some people true. who are new may may not expect to say, Wait a minute, did I tell them this a few months ago, whatever happened to that thing. Very <laughs> true,
0: very true. So hopefully for those of you who've never heard what CIG's statements are about weather and its impact in the game, <clears throat> hopefully we'll be able to share some of that with you. And some of you that are in chat have also been around for a while and you guys have heard the things that CIG has said. So if there's something that we've forgotten, feel free to throw it in because this has been a patchy subject, pardon the expression since 2016. I mean, they talked about it before that, but 2016 was the first time we really got an example of, of weather in the game. And we're going to actually, that's going to be one of the first examples that we kick off with since so you guys can see how weather w- was introduced to us. And, you know, one of the things about it is that, you know, a lot of times, just what, last year, FastCard, or a year before when Microtech got uh, introduced, we started getting, uh, we had these kind of fake 2D simulated clouds before at R Corp and Hurston and Microtech. And then CIG went on ahead and put out the full-blown, God, I'm having a brain fart. What do they call those clouds, y'all? Metric. Volumetric, thank you. Volumetric clouds. Uh, I'm here for you, man. Thank you. you. I appreciate that. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, you know, it started out when we started getting the Lagrange points and everything. And and then we started talking about atmosphere. Uh, And in a very short time, those clouds have continually improved. They're not the best. There are some games that people will say that have exceptional clouds in them. You know, Microsoft Flight Simulator is one of them. Uh, some of those people who play DCS have talked about the clouds in there, but CIG is getting there. They're getting better and better. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And uh, yeah, the Rakuzak, our corp ain't there yet. Right now, it's just Microtech and, uh, and and Hurston that have benefited from clouds. But let's just say our corp is on its way. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of delve into this a little bit, FC, and, mm-hmm. and kind of put some uh what i what i've titled um weather 101 i think is what i titled it weather 101 let's let's talk about that a little bit excuse me again everybody for my voice just going in and out here um let's see why did this change that profile change give me one second here that's the wrong button that's the right button okay let's see if this turns that off okay beautiful okay Let's go to our weather 101. Uh, We want to talk about it. Mind you guys, there's a lot more to weather. Those of you, some of you guys know, I used to work in aviation. I know weather is much deeper than what I'm sharing, but I do want to share our basic things that I think we have to focus on or be thinking about when it comes to gameplay and what CIG has talked about with some confidence. There may be other aspects to weather that get introduced uh, but we're gonna talk about right here, what we know they have talked about or what they've already put into the game. And as we go through this show, Fast Cart and I are gonna be not only talking about what CIG has shared with us, but we're also gonna be talking about suggested ideas, some ideas we've seen in other games, some suggestions of things we see in real life that we think might b- bring some interest to our gameplay when it comes to weather in Star Citizen. So let's talk about a couple factors here. Um, temperature. Uh, meaning heat and cold and let's talk about wind in relation to speed and direction FC I'm gonna go to you first What you might remember about either of these topics that CIG may have raised in the past or if you want me to kick it off I will but if there's anything you want Um, to
1: remember, okay. the only thing I remember is you gotta <laughs> you gotta be prepared. You got to have certain Um, armor set, um uh, you got to one for the cold and I can't remember the name unfortunately and one and one for the heat mm-hmm. So that CIG def- definitely put in um some sort of gameplay around um the temperature wise uh already and um for, for wind, uh, yeah you can you can take wind. but i know for heat and cold yeah. they're definitely um like yeah, yeah, already already played a part in, in, in the game right now
0: yeah well since, since you opened up with the temperature thing I'll, I'll go there too yeah we've got the two different uh hot and cold suits that we have the navikov and the y'all oh, help me with the other one i i, I can't remember it right now but we do have two suits that are designated for heat and cold right now. No. Pembroke? Yeah, the Pembroke, yeah, thank you. Pembroke, okay. So you got it, you got it. Um, we have two yep. suits right now that are dedicated toward uh, temperature in the game. But there's also clothing that's also geared for the game. Those of you who shop in Microtech, you guys know at Apparelli, they sell winter jackets, winter clothing, winter hoods, all the type of stuff that you can wear outside and not get as cold as quickly as if you're just in a flight suit or an armor. <clears throat> um, so they've introduced that on the player level, but CIG has also talked about temperature in relation to flight and in, in, in ships. Um, they've talked about heat and cold when it comes to, if you, I remember CIG saying this and someone in chat might have a really good, <laughs> yeah, Nova cold and perma hot, I love that. Um, <laughs> some of you guys might remember exactly what they said, but they talked about even if a ship is on a cold planet and it's sitting for a while, I think the statement was, you won't be able to just start it up and take off. That almost is like it has to warm up a little bit. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, you know, because there could be pros and cons to that, right? If, as Card, if, if you've set up your little hab, uh, like a certain person in a certain Star Wars series did at the end of their season, I won't say who, um, <laughs> if, 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 if you set up your little house and you've got your little ship sitting there, and maybe if your ship's been sitting there for a certain amount of time, Maybe it's not that the ship will start, but maybe if you start your ship and take off immediately, maybe your components take damage because you needed to give it 30 seconds or a minute for your ship to fire up, right? It could be something as simple as that.
1: Or if it's cold, maybe you, you got to take a flamethrower to it like the, in the ISC. Or, or well, our you know, that was re- interesting. No, not, no, okay. but no, but you know what? You <laughs> no, know, we never
0: did find it out whether that was legit or not because they talked about that. No, that, we did find out. They did? So the that was not legit. That was not legit. Okay, so the cold was— I mean, they, they made that up. Okay, so was the was the flamethrower bogus and the cold bogus? The flamethrower is bogus, yeah. But the cold wasn't bogus. The fire extinguisher The cold wasn't right, bogus, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, gotcha. Not legit. Okay, thank you, citizenship. Because you're a fast card <laughs> on the same path, um, yeah. But you never know, right? What they could do. There's a lot of room to play with this, not just in the sense of the players, but even something as simple as um, I give you another example. Fast card. Um, People have talked about being able to build right their own habs and stuff with the pioneer. Yeah. But the pioneer, CIG yeah. has also showed us that you're going to also have to have things like solar panels, generators, fuel all those things could also have tremendous impact on your hab, wherever your homestead is or your um, place for your org. Uh, if there's no heat running, right? And you decided to pick a cold planet as your base of operations, like a Hoth, I know you, a know, you always, you always like, like to mention yeah. Hoth, you know, um, you know, <laughs> th- I'm just saying those may be other considerations yeah. for things that you have to purchase in game and buy and ship and have it moved to those locations. So you could see how, this whole thing with temperature could be a much bigger thing right than just me being cold walking from my ship to a, a building right
1: you, you, you just gave me a thought like location on planet would be important because a lot of people are saying oh i'm gonna put my, my base by a river because i can i can do, use hydroelectric power and i right. have to worry about it on right. solar and stuff like that right. but what if you know you, the location you part the lake location that you pick sometimes it gets too cold and
0: in water and water freezes. It's all types of, again, Power. all types of things they mm-hmm. can come up with. I'm saying, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of flexibility with whole, hot and cold. And we talked about cold, but then there's the heat side of it, right? Uh, does mm-hmm. heat do damage over time? You know, we've talked about where. Uh, a river could dry up. Could, well, that I don't know if they're gonna go that far fast, card. You, you, you right. going, you, 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 you going to the freaking apocalyptic level. Well, you know what? There's some <laughs> apocalyptic stuff we're gonna show today. So maybe you're right. Okay, <laughs> but but I'm not worried about a river drying up as much as I am worried about what about people who want to do farming, right? Mm-hmm. You know what happens there if there's like you said, if maybe if there isn't a river, if there's no irrigation or something like that, or maybe there's no tanks with water. You know what happens to crops. Uh, what happens to just you just being out working in that area. You know, if you're in a moderate climate, no big deal, right? But if you're in a hot like it is okay. right now, there's only so long you can stay outside working. Can you farm yeah. in a freaking Navacov or Pembroke, whichever one it is? I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe you can, you know. But again, heat and cold can have just a lot of gameplay factors that they could go with in the game. And CIG has told us there's gonna be impact from temperature. Um, yeah. When we talk about wind, even though we're gonna show some videos that have to do with gameplay with wind, because I'm not sure how far CIG is gonna push it. Uh, we had a great conversation the other day, some people over a test. We were talking about whether or not, when a bullet fires, does the bullet actually, is there actually a projectile? Oh my God. <laughs> Basically, Well, now, now I want you to understand what we're saying. Why, I'm gonna tell you why we said this. We were out doing something one day and there was somebody with a sniper rifle that was firing at us from the distance we heard the bullet whizz by that's how we knew somebody was firing at us mm. now was that just a general effect or is cg gone completely ape and put in a projectile that physically moves i don't know I'm, maybe somebody in chat knows you get, we got some developer people out there tell us if that's a realistic thing remember when they went through that whole thing about boring the holes in the barrel and the bullet rotating and all that other stuff yeah. I mean, don't, I don't put it past Chris Roberts to physicalize <laughs> a bullet. I don't, I don't put it past them, no, but that's... I will say, I remember that. That was the only thing that made me wonder was I remember that sniper person shooting and us hearing the bill. It whizzed by on my left side. And then we heard mm-hmm. another one and we realized somebody was shooting at us. Uh, mm-hmm. armor three has that, uh, Tobin, uh, Tolson says armor three has it. So again, is it mm-hmm. physicalized or is it just an effect that they create? I don't know. All right, Tolson says he doesn't think SC does. Okay. I thought long ago that there was actually a physical round. I thought there was too, his divine shadow. I thought, I remember when they went through that whole thing about the barrel and inside and the rod, I honestly thought I remember them saying they were working on that. But again, now my question, reason why um, I raised that, reason why I raised that fast card is because they did talk about when you're firing rifles with rounds, compensating and compensating mm, for things like wind. Is that going well, to be I, a thing, right? Uh, if you're, if you're playing the game, I, I don't know. Um, it could be, yeah, you oh, know, um, they get, they get a,
1: they do get, a, uh, we, we had a problem with wind flipping over ships and stuff like that. So well, I'm, 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 I'm mm-hmm. I worried about that.
0: I'm glad you said that because that was the next thing I was going to go to about wind. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've had this whole thing right now. We, we know that ships and stuff weren't right and the wind was blowing big shit. Like I, we were out with fisting them one day and it was blowing an M2 over, right? It's like, yeah, okay, right. Okay, that's not could happen. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, <laughs> my, but, my, no, but mind you, we were standing there with no problem, right? But the ship blew over, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know that things like wind are in there because of the v- people react to VTOLs. We know that there is certain winds, especially those of you who like flying into Microtech, especially at night, uh, especially when there's a snowstorm going on. You really have to wrestle landing into one of those vertical uh, hangars sometimes because the wind is blowing you around. Uh, I remember once going on to Hurston right outside of the city, and I went into this one area, and it was, I'd never seen this before, but there was a huge windstorm where, you know, I'm walking, my hand is going up in front of my face, you know, there's stuff flying by. what we really haven't seen a lot of is the impact on ships. Let me see what M.T. Stunner says. That was just a, r- a sound of a sniper shooting right next to you. But because of DC, de- <laughs> de- <laughs> they seem far away. <laughs> Maybe Stunner, you might be right, you might be right, you um, might be right, you know, I, I, CIG has talked to us about this thing about uh, when it comes to flying ships. We've heard people talk about right. how right now ships have this, the fake hovering, right? Where they can just kind of sit there and there's no impact. Uh, it's easy for ships to, to snipe people and wipe people out because they really aren't wrestling with wind or turbulence or anything like that. CIG has said, yeah, it's coming. Don't worry. We're, that's going to be a factor, right? Um, what, one of the things that, you know, me working in aviation, there are some basics to flight. That deal with a lot of things about wind speed and direction. One of them is just something as simple as taking off. Right, there's an awareness of which direction the wind is coming from. Right, um, if you're taking off and you want to lift off, if you want to get as much lift as possible, sure you can generate it with engines, but obviously you want the you don't want you want the aircraft to work with you. So knowing what direction the wind is in helps you to get greater lift. Or if you're trying to get somewhere fast and you happen to know you have a tailwind, right? The wind's behind you, that you'll get someplace faster in atmosphere, right? Um, there's a whole lot of variables involved with that. And then, you know, I've, I've been on some of the moon's fast cart where the temperatures dive down to 120, 150 degrees, almost 200 degrees Celsius, right? It's cold, Right. right? What mm-hmm. happens when you start integrating things such as wind chill into that? You know what I mean. Um, there's a lot well, of I factors. Mean,
1: mm-hmm. There was that Star Citizen. You might have a video of it where you're talking about putting your hand up, but they're, they're, they're fogging up the um the helmet and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was when we talk about the the, uh, the the different kinds of helmets like that, that suit that you would need. But, yep. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So again, you know, that's why I said. As simple as temperature and wind may sound, we could also see where CIG could expand this way further. There's a lot of room to play with as to what level of realism they want to bring in. We do know that they want to introduce these things into the game. Uh, well, taking off at Hurston, you know, for example, there could be certain places where if you can land, you're lucky. I'm talking about from a survivability standpoint.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There
0: could be places that if you land, you're yeah. lucky from a financial standpoint, right? That you know it, it's difficult to get in there, right? It could be because of any weather factors. It doesn't have to be wind speed. It could be storms. It could be whatever it is. It could be the environment, right? It could be if you've got uh-huh. a, a planet that is all ammonia, but you know, based atmosphere, right? Or maybe oh, the atmosphere radiation, well, radiation bad, like a... or corrosive, yeah. right? You know, where you can uh-huh. only be there for so long. There's a whole lot of things, a whole lot of things that they could introduce in, right, based on weather that will determine whether something's worth some places worth going to. Right. Or even is it is it worth building there? Right. Uh, is it worth mining there? A whole lot of factors that we haven't seen even slightly introduced. You know, people a lot of times worry about, well, they say this particular moon is barren. Yeah, but maybe there's some other reason to be there. We just don't know yet because CIG is still filling in those dots, okay? So anyway, okay, we wanted to do that basics of weather stuff with you guys just so we could go over that and just play with that a little bit. Yeah, high gravity could be a factor, Commander, Uh, but we're going to keep it related to weather versus... Uh, weather right now. The other stuff, yeah. but yeah, we, we could talk about gravity and weather in relation to CIG introducing ships like the SRV, right? Where they've talked about you may need to have a ship like the SRV to assist with getting a bigger ship ship off the planet. And maybe it's because Mm -hmm. of not only gravity, but the winds are very difficult and you need stability. There's a lot of stuff that they could do, right? A lot of areas they could yeah. play with. But, but
1: any any place any place I'm thinking about landing my BM, I'm gonna check to see whether or not I could take off without needing help. So yeah, I'll be I'll be paying attention to that when I get my VM.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to think about for anybody's big ship. You know, any large ship's gonna have to pay attention to that type of information, that type of data before you land somewhere, you know, which is important. Uh Kevion says does making this game more and more complex going to make the game more and more prone to bugs um you know there's certain aspects Kevin, that could be yes to that and no and the reason why i'm saying that is that weather's not new in games so we're not necessarily reinventing the wheel we are implementing the wheel because you know some of the stuff that we're going to show you guys today you know hopefully that'll spark some ideas for what cig could do they could come up with stuff that we never even heard of before it doesn't have to be whether we're familiar with it could be some strange stuff that they just make up i don't know but let me put it to you this way. They're not coming up with weather now. Weather that's it's been done. It's on it's on the it's on the it's on the you know what I mean that's been in the blueprints. It's just when does it get implemented? And we've seen it slowly getting implemented into the game. So is and, and I'm glad you said that because what we're gonna do is take you back to the first time we as a community got our first real example of of weather. Fastcart, do you remember when it was? Of course you do, because you've got the sheep in front of you. <laughs> When was uh, the first time we got introduced to Weather? Uh well,
1: I had to click on it, so I don't I don't have to have it in front of me, but uh Oh you don't? Oh, okay.
0: Well, never mind. I'll I'll just go ahead and bring it in. All right, there yeah. we go. All right. Oh yeah. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some <laughs> of you guys may remember uh that we were introduced to weather uh in the piece that CIG did. Uh we'll drop the link in for you guys. Um I'll do it. of Lear Three. Now, we all, we've talked about Lear 3 before in the past, Fast cart because Lear 3 is notorious for the sandworm, right? Sandworm, yeah. yeah. And and for about everybody three, waiting for that. About three <laughs> four years, everybody kept saying, yeah, they, they showed us the sandworm and they haven't given it to us yet. Well, once again, we're going to announce it, guys. The sandworm is on Lear 3. Lear 3. Lear, <laughs> Lear, the system, Lear. We do not have the Lear system. So, no sandworms, Okay. That was just letting you know what was going to be out there. But there are no, there's no uh, worms in Stanton and Pyro and all that other good stuff, okay? So let's jump into this a little bit. We're going to show you guys the video, and then we're going to show you how CIG did it. So let's take a look at it. There may be some talking, just so you guys will know. Just give you a heads up. What he's doing right now is he's trying to hurry up and get inside before that sandstorm gets to him. Okay, FC, let's go back and talk about this. You remember when we saw this, right? Uh Uh-oh, I lost FC. Do you guys hear FC? No, I,
1: I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, okay. yeah, I do remember r- r- when, it, when it happened and it was at the like, um, the 2016 um Citizen uh, card and yeah yes, We saw the worm and we saw this aspect I thought it was pretty cool how this guy was trying to sneak in and you know Be protected from, from the weather but, but, but uh from the dust storm before it hit yeah. and yeah I, I mean no pun intended. Well, maybe a little bit, but I was blown away by it
0: <laughs> Okay, good one um, you got me to laugh that time. It's pretty good. You're getting better. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> th- th- that was, it was the first when we saw this and it was weird because this was, this was the year of disappointment. Right. But we were, mm. we were excited mm-hmm. about this, uh, the prospect of weather, um, and, and the sandstorm. And so I know when we got some places like Daymar and stuff. We were kind of hoping that we would see some stuff like this. We haven't gotten there yet. Uh, but what I want to do is cut over to the, um, video. It shows how they did this so let's watch that because this is going to show you how they do this whole vfx thing with weather guys so let's take a look at it
2: okay today i'm going to give you a more comprehensive breakdown of the large sandstorm effect that was featured in the homestead demo this effect required a lot of collaboration with the audio and even the cinematics department to make it function properly within the engine So here we are inside the editor with the homestead level opened up. The sandstorm effect itself is actually fairly simple. It's only made up of three different sprites. Uh, There's a thinner sand texture at the top of the effect. um, A thicker one down below and also the lightning texture. The two sand textures also include normal maps as well as the optical flow maps for the frame blending. These optical flow maps give us a virtually unlimited frame rate for our textures. Because of this, we can slow down or speed up the effect without the animation looking choppy. Something we actually do as the sandstorm approaches the player to increase the sense of foreboding and scale. The forward motion of the effect is actually controlled by track view. The blue line is the path that it follows. As it approaches the player, there is also a fog volume entity that moves up from the ground. This fog volume is to help with the transition as the sandstorm hits the player. However, it is also used as an optimization technique. When the player is inside the storm, we can disable the effect and enable a localized effect of sand whipping past the camera. By disabling the effect while it's hidden in the fog, we can sidestep some of the overdraw issues that can arise when the whole screen is filled with particles. As we move forward, all of these systems will be unified and controlled by our planetary weather system. Here we have the final effect running inside the engine.
0: Very, very cool stuff there.
1: Um, now, can you believe that was only three? Three layers or three effects like mm-hmm. you said?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'm, I am curious as to why we have not had effects like this implemented yet. I mean, I know we've had some wind effects, not really, not not like a sandstorm. You know what I mean? It seems mm-hmm. like they, the, uh, not to be funny, but the tech here looks great.
2: I mean, I'm yeah, satisfied that. with this tech. I ain't got to be much right. better than this. This looks pretty good.
0: That final shot they showed was very convincing to me. Uh, you know, are they saving? If I hmm? Go ahead.
1: If, if I would to guess, I, I guess it's the problem between just having this single, well, not single, but the, this, this effect compared to having people running around and everything and and, be, and, that, and being affected by it. Maybe that's what's holding well, it. There's a blocker somewhere.
0: And that might be the other side of the coin, you know, what, what what type of effects are we seeing happening to us as players when we see this, right? I mean, he ran in that building, and I mean, in that, you know, the disabled uh, javelin where he ran in and got mm. protection. Technically, he still would, where he was standing or he or she was standing, they still would have got jacked up, you know, where they were All standing. Right. So, I mean, what are some things you think would be the effect of a storm like this? This is just a dust storm, a sandstorm. So what would you like to see gameplay-wise if something like this rolled in?
1: I, unfortunately i can ship for a secret if you if your ship gets stuck in this you know it, it'll affect your, your performance of, the, of your mm. engines and thrusters because mm. they, they get clogged up and whatever because yeah. you know they have um decay for uh, right uh, right per, per, per again so i can see something like this affecting the, 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 the rate of decay
0: that would be really cool right or just or just performance like you said maybe the you know, performance let's, yeah. let's, let's just say your ship happens to be parked there and you decide to go inside of a shelter for cover cause you can't get out of there in time or the storm mm-hmm. just sneaks up on you. Maybe now mm-hmm. your engines are reduced from hundred you know, percent, to maybe only 60%, you know, power that you can get oh, out of yeah, it, right? yeah. I'm I mean, just saying, like you said, cause was, they're clogged. Yeah. Right, they're clogged, right? Mm-hmm. That's just basically it. And you either got to take them in to get repaired or you steal some other ones and swap them out, whatever the case may be. But again, you know, the reason why we're talking about this is we're trying to look at how can weather affect gameplay. Right? What are the different things that could come out of it? And guys, i got to put in the waiver again. This is just me and FastCard talking. We got, we were talking to Chris <laughs> Roberts the other night, but he didn't tell us this stuff, all right? So this is just us talking. But yeah, we, we are.
1: We didn't, give, we didn't give enough money for, 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 for the bank for a meal. That's what happened. So we didn't get the, 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 the good info. Exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, but yeah, when you see the final effect on this, uh, which to me... As I said a second ago, it's convincing. I'm gonna to go to the very end here where he shows the final effect. And to me, this is convincing. Oh, the other thing I like about this fast card, the lightning. lightning. Yes. Just <laughs> it just brings so much more terror to this thing, you know, as this thing is approaching, and even seeing the bounce off the clouds, that is just really, really, really good. I'm just that.
1: go ahead and say it. It, it, it makes it more immersive. It, immersion. Immersive. Yeah, gotta say, immersion. Yeah, we to get the immersion right? word
0: Trying to avoid that, okay? All right. So, okay, guys, that's what we got about the deserts right now. And, of course, we can talk about heat and a whole bunch of other stuff. We're going to – some of this is kind of obvious. We want to talk about some things that CIG has showed us, and then we want to talk about some ideas of things that they haven't really showed us yet. Um. Okay. So that one again, that was from 2016, right? Fast cart right after we went to CitizenCon, and they put that making, we put the link in for that video. If you guys want to check it out, it was on, uh, around the verse where they did that little breakdown of it because people were definitely impressed with it. Okay. Let's go to, uh, the next one cold. Um, oh, wow. I left the H off boy. That's what happens when you're typing too fast. Um, Let's talk you know about what you mean.
1: We know what you mean. You know,
0: you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. You know my oh, you know what? No, it's not that I left it off. You know what it is? The box, it's, it's the, box is the box is yeah, too short. Yeah, the box is too short. Okay, see, I don't feel like a complete idiot. Okay, there we go. Um, let's talk about cold and microtech. And and those of us know we've got microtech already. Cold is in the game, we know that already. But I want to go back to the first time that CIG showed us it being introduced and them talking about it. Now, mind you. I chopped these videos up a little while, a little bit gang. So if the video seems like the subjects are jumping a little bit, it's only because I I, I didn't want to show the whole 30 minute video. I just needed to get enough of it to give you the experience. So let's talk about how serious they want cold to be in the game.
3: And it's a lot more than just that, but it's non-lethal takedowns. You'll be able to fight to to knock people out, knock people out, um, get into, uh, fisticuffs Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs There's a whole sort of different levels of punch left right block left right it's all actually physically made uh, so we've grabbed something kind of warm but we're not really ready to it we've actually stashed uh, a getaway yeah. environment suit and Richard uh, Traia, I want to bring up to the stage so Richard's uh, the lead designer on our actor feature team and I'd like him to talk
4: a little about what is happening right here wind speed humidity And it basically amalgamates all of that into what you're seeing on the HUD at the moment, which is the apparent temperature. So the apparent temperature actually comes in and is part of our player status system. And the player status system is where you start to feel these environments and the actual environments start to play into the gameplay. So you can see here that actually the physicalized wind, he's actually leaning into the wind. He's putting his hand up to try and shield himself, but he's not wearing the correct attire. So he's not wearing the correct equipment because he's just basically grabbed clothes and jumped outside. And as you can see, it's really cold. So he's starting to shiver. A bottom side here, it is. Yeah, it's like... There was snow accumulation
3: on the jacket that he wore. You notice, you go back and look at what it was when he got it and what it is now. Uh, And with that accumulation is meant to be for things like snow, rain, dust, dirt, uh, and that's something that we're looking to have in in 3.9. So that you de- really that, feel that the depends on the biome, the, the basically your environment,
4: so, yes. and it'll build up over time.
3: Build up. So we better get a warm suit on because otherwise we're going to essentially pass out. And so this
4: suit is actually cold. So hopefully when Glenn puts it on, you'll see actually that the, it's actually frosted. So you can see actor's actually shivering here as he's putting it on. And this suit is, is more as the caldera suit that we revealed in the character archetype talk. And this is an environment suit that's built for these extreme climates. He's really cold, he's really cold. And as your suit kicks in, this suit has an operating range that can actually survive these temperatures. So yeah, and if we go, yeah, and and you'll see it
3: now because the same effects that we saw on the windshield, you definitely see. Yeah, so think of it uh, like your car. So a visor, you're gonna see, because it's a big snow, Winter storm, snow, slush that's going to, that's warm in here as it's going out though, it's going to start to get slush. And what we're going to see is, uh, lesser is. With the armors, you will run into planets that are outside your temperature range. And uh, so you might last there for 15 minutes. But obviously, we want to make sure that it's very lucrative for you to be able to, you know, go in there and, and risk reward uh,
0: gameplay for it.
3: Yeah, so be equipped. That's like, why you would have a big ship yeah. and. And buy different armor and store it. Okay, so here's our rover, uh, which we hidden with a little top. Also, this is precarious, so make sure you get a little yeah. noisy for Glenn. Oh. Right. Oh.
1: See the fog starting to thin out now as we're going further down. That's yeah, part of yeah. The so, again.
3: like as we're further down, it's not quite as thick. The the, the, uh, the weather is not quite as intense. I, I know. I me. Show off, Glen.
1: Hey. hmm right. Mmm. I'm gonna that truly? <laughs>
0: The crowd goes wild. <laughs> you made it. You made it. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as HDS said, this was back in the Gib Carrick days, right? Everybody oh, yeah. wanted Gib <laughs> Carrick. <laughs> Everybody was really excited about this. Um, you know, let, let's talk about this a little bit. There are aspects of this that have been implemented. Uh, probably 80% of this is implemented. Um, Some of you, I don't know if you ever experienced this, where when you're out in the weather, you throw your hand up because the weather gets bad enough. That actually is in game. Some of you never walk out in the bad weather, so you've never seen it. You may not think it's there, but the game does do that uh, in game. Uh, You also do get the shivers. You do start to freeze as you're outside. Your suit does start to build up uh, ice on it as you get outside. Um, Your mask starts to fog up. You can see the clothing. He He put on the winter jacket there that you get at microtech, uh, that starts to build up.
1: Um, Question, you you, you say you start to simple, do you start to simple that bad? Yes,
0: yes, yes. If you don't don't have on a suit, it gets bad. Like you really get bad. And not only that, you start to slow down as well. When you're moving, Mm. your metabolism starts to fall off. So there are, but a lot of times players never are in this space. They're dressed, they got stuff on, or, or they're not out long enough to see the effects happen in the game. I have put on the winter stuff at Microtech and walked around outside to see, and, I, and, and I've and i seen it happen. And if, if you're in a flight suit, just a flight suit alone, you'll see it happen, too. Um, Gauke says, yeah, the hand even goes up when you're wearing the caldera suit. Yeah, if the winds are bad enough, it, it's cold enough, it will happen. Um, so they have implemented this stuff with it. And what I haven't seen, though, are, is the level of weather that we saw there, Fast Card. Uh, Now, Hmm. mind you, I have been there where the snow has been pretty bad. I have seen the game where you get in certain areas where you almost get whited out, but they're mostly in areas that you fly into. I haven't seen a lot of them that you haven't driven into a lot of areas, but I also haven't driven up all the mountains. So maybe it's just that I haven't just been in the right place to see that happen in the game. Um, But cold is in the game. It is in the game. Oh, the other thing we haven't seen is that helmet flip. Well, you know what? They haven't, they've taken that out (laughs) completely. Yeah. They've taken it, which, you know, and that's the other thing too. I'm glad you said that, you know, there was some stuff that CIG obviously put in the game for the sake of presentation. Like for example, when Mm -hmm. he puts the coat on, when he puts the suit on, you see him do the arm stretch thing where he pulls the material. Yeah.
1: You don't get that. No, it looks
0: good in presentation. But when you're playing a game, you're trying to hurry up, you could care less about that uh, animation. Yeah. You really could Nobody to, Try to climb try to climb that ladder to getn't just exactly, and Exactly, exactly. Bad enough. <laughs> not to be funny, I was I was getting in the yesterday. I, we had some real funky lag in this in the uh server I was in. I had dressed to go outside, put my my helmet on, put my suit on, everything ready, had put a couple med pins on me, went down and got in my ship, which was a Mustang beta. Went and flew where I was at. Got off on Calliope because I was shooting footage for the show, and I got out. Next thing you know, I hear. <gasps> and I'm like, "What the heck?" <clears throat> of course, I realized my helmet's not on. <clears throat> I realized my helmet wasn't on, um, uh-huh. and I was I was so frustrated by it, right? And, and but I, you know, to make a long story short, I'm trying to figure out where I was going with that. I was trying to say something about the helmet not being on in the game. The helmet flip. Oh when I was getting out of the ship, because when you get out of the uh, Mustang, there's that stair animation coming down. Yes, I, I right. had the choke coming down and choke going up. You know what I mean? Because the animation. <laughs> I can't control the speed. I can't control the speed of me getting on off yeah. the ship. Yeah. Now, those of you who know who own Auroras, they took the animation off the Aurora. So now when you open the door for the Aurora, you can run in it and run out of it, which is great. That's one of the reasons why I like fly my 100 series Cause I don't have an animation. I got to wait on the door to open, but I can run in and run out, you know, but that mm-hmm. pulling your arm up and doing all the other stuff. It looks great when we're getting a presentation, but in real life gameplay, I think most gamers are like, screw that. I need to help them get on my ship and go, you know, or put on my coat and leave, whatever the case
1: may be. So what you're saying is at least dangerous or right. People don't want to, you don't want to see yourself
0: getting to your <laughs> No, they're wrong. Arm. They were wrong about that. <laughs> they were obviously wrong about that one. Uh, was there anything you observed about this video in relation to weather, the snowstorm, the cold?
1: Just uh, like you said, you say 80%. The, the, the hum flip is, is, is part of that. Um, The the, the density of the wind and, 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 and the weather is part of that because you haven't seen it quite that bad. So between those two, I, I, what else do you, do you remember is that in the game? Yeah. I, mean, did you, did you I mean, most of
0: it was here. You know, again, I, I think they've done a pretty decent job with implementing it. I just, want to, I just want to feel more of the effects of weather. You know what I mean? Hmm. Physi- physically in the game, uh, whether you're walking, whether you're driving a vehicle, you know, there should be some buffeting against the, you know, against mm-hmm. your vehicle or hear the wind hitting you. If you're, if you're going against the wind, maybe you hear it grinding a little bit more because you're going against the wind. Just little things like that that I would like to see. I, happening will, I,
1: I will say that I'm going to bookmark this video, this video for when it's a 90 degree sun, a day in, in the summer, I, I, I'll be able to feel cooler. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. That's that on cold gang. We're going to move on past those. You guys are already familiar with Microtech. Um, let's talk about water. Um, we went to, I went to Calliope the other day. I think it was Calliope. Guys, help me out whether it was Calliope or Euterpe. One's the frozen mountain, one's frozen, one's water. And I was so late last night doing this. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> uh, but I did. Cleo. Uh, kind of uh Cleo. Clio. Thank you. It was Cleo. Thank you. It was okay. Cleo. You are absolutely right now that I'm hearing that. It was Cleo. Um, and... You know, Clio is mostly water, not completely, but uh-huh. mostly water. And um, capital letters. And um I kept thinking about what can CIG do at a place like this beyond you know, some type of creatures or whatever, right? Or I don't think they ever want to put plant life here because there's so much water. Don't know what the outcome of this is. You can see there's some fog cloud cover here a little fog? bit. Fog is definitely
1: something, yeah. Yeah,
0: now what interestingly enough for this to be a water world and very limited with land obviously there's not a lot of precipitation right even though it's a water world um i'm not saying that it can't be uh it would be kind of cool if there was some type of biome that that justified all this water being there or heavy clouds over the planet that justify why there's all this water there i don't know but the whole theory is behind this um thank you euterpe has got the ice thank you dk i should have known that because that's the furthest one out um but anyway, I flew over this just to give us an idea of what this looks like. And I said, well, you know, let's say that you do decide to come here for some reason. I don't know if CIG is going to allow us to set up bases that are water-based in some form, uh, you know, mm. like near, near a shoreline. You know, not that you got to dig down 200 feet, but maybe it's now, able to be near it, well, Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Uh, or if there are
0: ships, right? I mean, you know, they've talked about ships that can submerge. If there's a reason oh, to you have, you just them. want
1: your eight ninety to submerge. We no, all know what that is. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. The six hundred should submerge, The eight ninety should be on top. Um, but yeah, but I, you know, I don't know where they're going to go with these planets that are, um, you know, primarily water-based worlds. There, there's a lot of water. You can see it. You can see how much of that mm-hmm. is water. It's, um, it's, it, it's that way. Uh, But again, I know that they're putting these things in the game because they want to build some type of gameplay lore. Now, we know there are some places in the game that not every planet is going to have a landing zone or have this, that, and the other, but we do know that where there's water, usually there's life, assuming that that's water, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Assuming the I mean, green color is water, it could be.
1: Yeah, right. Or it could be you know algae and stuff like that. But I was gonna yeah. say um, they make vehicles for land. I don't see. I don't see why CIG can't make vehicles for for for, for water too.
0: They implied they implied that they were going to do that. But uh-huh. We'll see. We'll see. So, Bascart, if my brain had to run wild and say what would I like to see happen on a place like Clio or some other water world, all I, right, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Any thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, um putting the link in um i i remember this because i watched it recently like uh, a few months ago in fact and yes i i, I love the robot and you know I, I keep saying as soon as it said that wave was coming i i i i would have been gone but yes um as far as can can wave get, get that high on, on place like trio who knows it depends on, on when and and, and other uh, um featured like that so i could see wade getting sort of high but obviously getting that high in star but who knows yeah
0: not, i wouldn't say in star citizen i think like you said we're just kind of go for the idea of a place that could have some type of danger this is this is an example of what i was talking about when i said there are some places that you land at where it might be valuable you know what i mean you know if, if you can actually mm-hmm. get there and get away with doing something but the risk is very high to go there now they were going mm-hmm. there for a rescue mission uh, to get information, but imagine if that planet was someplace where underneath that, even let's say the depth of that water is that depth, right? But you're able yeah. to do some type of mining there, right? But mm-hmm. you've got to be aware of the fact that there could be some type of tectonic thing that happens where a tidal wave gets created, right? And uh, you better be prepared to get out, you know?
1: That's the other thing. They talk about earthquake in, in, in the game, have but I don't know. I think they have, but it's, it's been a while. So that's another know. thing. It's not really. It's kind of sort of weather adjacent, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, earthquakes and stuff like that causing tidal waves. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is quick Roberts. I wouldn't put it past them. Like I said.
0: Yeah. By the way, if anybody was watching on YouTube and you've came over, please accept my apologies. I was, I was hoping that this wouldn't run long enough to cut it off, and i I'd made it just about long enough, and it was a little too, little too long. So we're sorry that we lost mm-hmm. you over there on YouTube. Um, but we will, we'll put the video up later without the segment in it, uh, later. Um, yeah, I, again, this was just the, the tension built through this, which was really great, but there was also the effect of the ship getting hit, a whole lot of stuff that happened here. We know that in our ships right now, if the ship gets rocked, you get thrown across, they've implemented that into the game. Uh, I would oh. love to see that weather effects do that to our ships when we get jost- jostled around, you know what I mean? Not just because and- someone's piloting the ship.
1: Mm-hmm. The one thing, one thing, you know, it, it's 930 years in the future. Ships that are designed for space are not necessarily also uh, be, be able to, to handle the sea depth because different pressures and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, So, so just because you have a, a sturdy ship and, and you know, like well armored and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it, it may be suitable for space, but mm-hmm. not, not, not necessarily the ocean depth. So you yeah. got to be careful with that. Yeah.
0: Mad style says in lore, Helios two. Tango, tango, tanga, tanga, garo, Tangaroa is exactly this scene. There's even concept drawings of it. So there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something like that already in game that they're looking for. So we'll see if CIG pulls it off gang, but, uh, definitely, uh, another reason to be afraid of don't go the water, right? Other than sharks okay? <laughs> that's another reason. Okay. All right. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about our next category heat. Well, we're going to be getting chopped off. The, I'm telling you, we're going to be getting cut off like crazy because these are a lot of movie clips that I'm going to be showing. So I'm just like, no, it know, okay. now. <laughs> So enjoy it while it's live, guys, because once it goes on <laughs> recording, they're going to be chopping this stuff up, okay? Um, some of you guys know that CIG in lore has mentioned volcanic areas. And uh, in fact, Pyro 3 originally was supposed to be a volcanic planet. It was going to have lava and all this other stuff. You know, our good friend Colossal was looking forward to it with his Sith self because he thought it was going to be like Mustafar. Uh, But as you guys know, um, um, Pyro 3 has changed now. It's it's much more habitable. Um, But we do, they have, CIG has said that because they're working on the tech for rivers, that they're also looking at tech for things like lava flows and things of that nature. Okay. So let's take a quick look at a clip here. Some of you guys will remember this one.
1: Uh, oh okay yeah mm-hmm. I didn't see that one that was, what, that, was when, okay. that was
0: when that uh, was when Yellowstone went up yeah um yeah the idea of volcanic eruptions or planets that maybe just uh, they of themselves are just volcanic planets right where they're just like I said like a mustafar consistently with lava flows uh obviously there could be some mineral rich reasons to go places like that but obviously oh, danger wow. heat being one of them right um Dangers of eruptions, be, yeah, uh, eruptions it, are pretty bad, you know, if especially if they're just weird, spontaneous eruptions, and they can always make it, you know, the higher risk, right, going to certain areas, you can maybe gain greater reward, but you're taking a chance.
1: And speaking of gameplay, I can see maybe CID down the line, not not immediately, but maybe putting like an apple in a mobile glass that that, that would detect or or warn you of of this kind of stuff. I mean, anything is possible, but, you know, whether or not they're implemented, that's another thing.
0: Yeah, well, you know, right now we've got in our hood, when you wear your helmet. You've got a thing that'll tell you based on temperature how long you can what's your survivability time how long yeah. can you stay outside right so you know those things I, I, they already tie into heat and cold now uh but who knows whatever else like you said whether it's Moby glass or hud some warning you know the Moby Glass is supposed to be this kind of uh plug and play kind of thing right where you can change right. what the function of it is so who knows what they may implement with that uh but in relation to heat there's something that you got to worry about something like volcanic Here's another one that we have to worry about. Uh, I think I've seen
1: this one twice, but it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: meteoric storms, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Possibilities there. Uh, We already know that being in places like Pyro, which we'll talk about later, there's already some type of celestial events that happen there. But what happens if you happen to be in a planet? You set up your base, but that planet also happens to be not so far away from an asteroid belt. Uh, Maybe there are occasional um things that happen with collisions i don't know you know some type of weird thing that happens i mean this is based around the movie armageddon but still right you know maybe there're just some places that are a little bit more dangerous to decide to lay your you know lay your head down at versus other places uh-huh. I
1: mean, I can imagine, like, you know, you got your base all set up, took you, I want to say, like, a month to get, to get everything perfect, and then, just when you least us back, something like this happens, and, the, 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 I don't know if they they the, the, there probably won't be any, any kind of warning or anything like that, but this will be the worst kind of 30k. <laughs>
0: yeah, way worse, yeah. Um... Again, we wouldn't want this here. This is like a straight nuclear blast. You don't want anything to hit like that big. That just obliterates the planet, right? Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, I hope that CIG does find ways to implement things like this, you know? I, I do. I hope little surprises in the little surprise is. I beginning. don't
1: know, man. This yeah. is. I mean, okay, it would be cool, but you know, it's like I said, people spend a month and how and how many UEC setting up someplace, and <laughs> this happened. I mean, plus it, it all depends on luck too, because just because a um you have a media storm coming, it may not be close to you, or may not be nearby, or it, 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 sh- it shouldn't affect our, our planet wide. It should be more localized. But so you got to be really unlucky in order to get hit by that. But if you do, it's the worst, right? The worst feeling. Right,
0: right. Well, let's let's talk about, let's talk about some other things too. I mean, you know, you know, like here we we have certain celestial objects that uh, pass through our solar system every so many years, right? So many yeah, times, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, they could structure things even like that, which could be. There's two sides to that, right? There's the danger side to it. Then there's the touring side to it, right? I mean, if there's a certain comet or something that passes through a certain area where. Oh, uh, yeah. I also think there's an see
1: side to it you could mine it.
0: Uh, no, nah, you ain't minding no no meteor. I did that. Yeah, hey,
1: hey,
0: well, yeah, 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 nah, I don't know, man. That's a little <laughs> bit ambitious. That's too ambitious for me. I like some risk, some risk, but that's way too risky. But um, you know. But I was saying is that like if there are things that we know pass through the system at a certain time frame, right? Love like right it. now, Haley's comment comes out. People know it's coming to go out and look at it, right? And there could be a meteor shower, something like that that happens where people do the same thing. Um, but I just thought it was interesting for these two areas to worry about in game. You know, volcanic, meteoric type of events would be kind of an interesting thing to look at. Um, let's go to this next one uh, electromagnetic. Now, this one. I don't, I don't think it's loud enough again. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Thank you, sir. You electromagnetic lightning. Now, you know, lightning is not uncommon. Uh, but I started looking around for what were some more unique types of lightning that I thought would be different. Fist and and pops and colossal and I and I was, we played a game called in Icarus, right? <clears throat> Icarus is a space survival game. And you play this game, you have know, it's it's a lot of fun, right? I think Jade played it with us for a while, Gigi played it for a while. Um But this Uh, is the thing,
1: Yeah, Black Sky Legion
0: was in it. So, but, but here's the kicker, right? Here's the kicker. They have storms that pop up, right? And sometimes it'll say light rain. Sometimes it'll say moderate rain. And then sometimes they'll say thunderstorms, right? And you get these little icons that come up. And when it's a thunderstorm, dude, you are, first of all, trying to find shelter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the thunderstorms not only bring thunder, they bring lightning. And because you're in a wilderness setting most of the time, cause you want to be in like a neutral biome. That also means there are trees and stuff. These lightning strikes Damn. come down and man, they will hit the trees in the forest and set the whole freaking forest on fire.
1: Or oh, they can hit a house and set yeah, a house on you, fire. You haven't
0: even got, you haven't got to that part yet. Sometimes yeah. it's not the forest. They hit your house and you are trying to mm-hmm. put your house out. Right? So. You know, to see something like that—I mean, it's a, when you see it happen in the game, it is so cool. I mean, it really is, you know. And some of us have seen it happen and see it destroy, you know, hours and hours of labor. Sometimes you're lucky enough that you can put it out and salvage and save most of your stuff, but a lot of times it is a heartbreaker when it happens. Now, I said I wanted to show a different aspect of lightning because I wanted to do some did some homework, and I want to show what they call, um. Well, let me let you show it. I'll show it to you. This is a different type of lightning. Check this out.
5: Uplit lightning. We all know that lightning strikes start in clouds and either streak across the sky from cloud to cloud or hit the ground. Right? But if that's the case, how do you explain this? No, you're not going insane. The lightning spidered up from the ground. This is a phenomenon called upward lightning, one that scientists don't fully understand. What they do know is that these upward strikes spring from the tops of tall structures and are triggered by other strikes in their vicinity. According to simulations, these other strikes enhance the ambient electric field around the structures. Enough to trigger a lightning strike starting from towers as short as 10 stories. Well, mm. the scientists may not fully understand it, but I know that I'm moving to a ground floor apartment pronto.
1: <laughs> so, what, had you ever seen that before? No, I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I make me glad I'm, I'm only on the second floor of the building.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to find how can CIG introduce something that comes from something that looks a little different? Right. And, you know, obviously there's a whole, you know, like they said, there's a whole magnetic thing that gets built up from the ground for this to happen. But what if there was something like this, that's just a little bit different that takes place and maybe, This type of lightning strike comes up from the ground and strikes ships that are flying. You literally can see this thing rising up from the surface as you're flying into a storm, right? Versus something that comes down from the top of you, behind you, you can't really see it. Um, Or just the fact that maybe damage that it does to anything that's on the ground, if you happen to be around that electric field, maybe that field knocks out your generators. It could be a lot of different things. But, of course, traditional lightning could happen, too. But I just want to kind of introduce maybe a different type of lightning that we could see coming to the game to make players, you know, think a little differently about where they're at. If you pick a planet that happens to be really, really nice, you know, tropical environment, but maybe when you get storms, they're really bad storms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not moderate. They're really bad. And that's your, that's your trade-off, right? Beautiful place to live. But, man, when a storm comes through here, it comes through <laughs> here, you know. Nice place of
1: vacation, but you want to? We wouldn't want to live there. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And um, and Pop um, made a good point earlier in chat. He said a lightning lightning strike can hit you as a person too, your character. Yes. And 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 you know, that's another form of thirty k
0: you don't want to experience. <laughs> and 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 by the way, that happens in Icarus. You get struck mm. by lightning as well, and you know it when you get struck too. Trust me, you know it. <laughs> But um, yeah, lightning can have a lot of different ga- gameplay aspects. Uh, we talked about it a little bit when we saw the lightning going off in the dust storm or the sandstorm on Lear 3, no. right? So I'm hoping that we'll see, we know they're gonna implement it in some form. I'm just curious as to how they're gonna implement it. And again, how, how much density or how much danger you'll yeah. you're
1: actually be you know, yeah. like, a, yeah. like, if if you're like one in five people, you know, you yeah, might take a chances, but if you like, a, you know, one in two, nope, getting out of there, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And again, I hope that they may, you know, make this something that, uh, you know, maybe that planet is known for violent storms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But again, you know, this might be one of those things where don't let the violent storm catch you. You know, it's kind of like how it is with thunderstorms now, right? you know, people get a warning on it and a lot of times people ignore the warning, right? You know, they, they right. yeah. already you already know, you can hurricane. see the hurricane, right, the storm's gonna be bad, but do you risk continue doing what you're doing? Do you find shelter? You know, will your ships be safe? Will your, if you mentioned about people getting struck. What happens if my ship gets struck? Do my components mm-hmm. and my scanners get blown out? You know what I mean? Short-circuited, now I gotta buy new ones because I got hit by a lightning strike. Well, and especially if I'm flying, right? You know, there's some issues there about you know when you get struck by lightning because planes get struck all the time, getting hit by lightning. But my point is, you know, there's a lot of room for playing around. What could happen with with something like electricity and you know? But what I'm gonna do?
1: I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna ha- connect the um, lighten- li- li- lightning lightning wire to my um, my faster, and I, I'm gonna <laughs> sure get eighty eight miles
0: an hour and just go back in You're time gonna, and, put and it, get It'll again. go right into your batteries and you have stored energy. That's all you got to do. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to this next one. This one's kind of broken down. I know, guys, we could have tied this into water a little bit, but I'm I'm, I'm really kind of focusing in because Fast Cart and I, at the beginning of the show, talked about wind. So I want to kind of deal with these here with wind, supercells. Actually, this is another one that didn't fill out all the way either. See if I can get all of this in oh, here. Oh, that's a long one. Yeah, this is a long <laughs> a one. That, one. Yeah, there you that go. one's a long one, okay? <laughs> wind, so supercells. Tornadoes and firenadoes. Let's talk about these. You think they're, video? Okay. they're supposed to be
5: Okay. There is.
0: supercells.
5: Now there are showers, there are storms, and then there are supercells, wide anvil shaped systems of clouds that thrive on two tilted air streams, one of upward moving warm air and another of downward-moving cold air. The humid air rises, condenses, and then falls back down as cool air, forming these supermassive turbulent storm clouds that can reach 20 miles in diameter and are up to 75,000 feet tall. But as imposing as they look, they become even more menacing when the particles in their clouds collide, building up a static charge forming an endless supply of lightning. Not sure whether I should be afraid or in awe. Probably both, right? Well, when the rotating updraft feeding this formation really gets up to speed, forming what scientists call a mesocyclone that's when they can start spawning something a little more terrifying at the ground level. So
0: supercells. I've seen them here. Like DK mentioned it in the chat in the Midwest, we see them from time to time. Um and this goes beyond a typical rainstorm, thunderstorm, but something that's much more massive and also more deadly, especially when it comes to flying through these things. Of you know, they're they're huge, they're massive in size. Um, CIG has talked about, um, what will be some reasons why we need to have vehicles because there may be occasions or places where flying in just isn't the thing to do. You think this might be one of the occasions.
1: Yeah, definitely, and and depending on how bad it is, you you, you may want to like take, escape from your vehicle and get, get into shelter, or or if you're too far away, hope that your vehicle has, has enough protection.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the video now with the lightning and stuff, and I'm just trying to imagine, you know, coming out of atmosphere and flying into. I, I mean, hopefully you'll see it ahead of you. You know what I mean when you're flying down, mm. but. I can't imagine flying through something that maybe isn't sparking off yet, and then you get in it thinking you just, well, let me just fly through it. And then you get in there and just, the lightning activity starts up, you know, while you're in there. Looks pretty deadly to me. Um,
1: and and um, John, uh, uh, Captain Rogue Harris, uh, Harris said, uh, You don't have to worry about um, a, a supercell tornado. You got to worry about a, a, P- a Pico-Nado, like Pico a yeah. NATO. A yeah, Pico NATO.
0: I know. I, I, do, I do look at this too as. Not localized, but I'm wondering if they will create, and I know this might go against the laws of nature to a certain degree, but I would love for them to create a planet. Once again, from a show that we just recently watched that just ended its season, uh, one of the, the planets in there, they have said that the planet was uninhabitable, and you had to fly through this heavy cloud cover that was like a storm, right? I would love to see a planet that is literally the whole planet is like this. Like we were talking about Cleo earlier, you know, the water planet. I would love to see a planet that has got this type of cloud cover that covers the planet. But depending on when you're there, you might get these storms. They could be localized, but, but, but they pop up spontaneously. You know what I mean? Versus just one twenty mile area. I mean, I want to see the whole freaking planet like that.
1: Oh, uh, you know? like 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 the eye of
0: Jupiter or yes. something like that? Yeah, it's the, like the whole. Well, I'm saying the whole planet is cloud covered. The whole planet, yeah. But these types I mean, of storms you know, can they,
1: spark. And the law starts star citizens. There's, there's a there's a bunch of stories about failed terraforming, and this could be this could be mm, the result of one of
0: those projects. That would be a cool idea. Yeah, that would be a cool idea as well. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. well that's that, that's one type of windstorm that we'll talk about. Let's look at another one.
5: Tearing Tornadoes Tornadoes are pretty terrifying at the best of times. These narrow, violently rotating columns of air generally occur when warm, humid air collides with cold, dry air. As the cold air is pushed up, the warm air begins to rotate producing an updraft which eventually rotates sharply if winds in the area vary in direction or speed. This produces a huge column of warm, moist, rotating air that is then fed by the cold air coming down from the mesocyclone above. Depending on its size and strength, this funnel system can whip around at speeds exceeding 200 miles per hour, ripping up anything and everything in their path. Imagine the horror, then, that Mary Fan felt back in 2021, as she was driving along when, all of a sudden, a fast-moving tornado tore across Interstate 10 in Texas, less than 100 feet from her car.
0: Why did the tornado cross the road? To get to the other side.
5: <laughs> Whoa, was there some lightning in those as well? Well, thankfully, no. It was just the force of the wind snapping the power lines, causing a couple of flaring mm. blue electrical surges. Ooh. Tornadoes are already terrifying enough on their own Kansas anymore. Not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um there I mean, are quit. I I, I could just
1: imagine seeing, seeing this on a planet and and, and seeing different creatures and 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 fauna and um and stuff like that and, and, and inside the event i'm saying that's another flying whip crab just like uh the, the movie tornado yeah. not a cow it's a whip crab, whip crab or, or one of those royal stalkers
0: or whatnot yeah there actually is a game and i think it's astroneer some of you guys know which game i'm talking about there is a space game where these type of tornadoes Um, pop up in the game. They have lightning storms and tornadoes. So this is not unusual. Um, There are other games that have implemented that. And so again, for Star Citizen to bring it in. Some of you may remember a little while back uh, on SCL, I think it was, might've been ISC. They talked about how they they talked about um, when they were doing the landscapes and the height maps and things like that on planets that they were building in things about temperature and humidity and things of that nature so that storms and stuff would actually happen in the game because of valleys and high areas and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping that they are able to create this, so that these things happen dynamically just because mm. of the way weather is being implemented into the game. So you'll have, like, right, like right, right now in the United States, for example, we have certain areas we call Tornado Alley, where we know tornadoes happen. Uh, you, we we're joking around about Kansas, the Midwest. There are certain places we know they happen. And I'm hoping that that's the same kind of thing that happens in game. That there are certain places where we know violent weather, violent storms, whether they be a tornado, rain, snow, whatever it is, you know, lightning, that these places have a reputation for that. But that there are also like, reasons to go. But reasons to go, too. You know what I mean, right, right, Fast Car? Right. Reasons to yeah. go. You know yeah, saying? I was just like,
1: and just like in real life, people choose to live there. I have yeah. no idea why. Yeah. You will choose to live in a place called Tornado Alley, but hey, they like yeah. still hard. They're, 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 they're living their life there. Absolutely. So I can see something like that happening in game because maybe there's some kind of resource, or or like I said, it's by a river or something like that. It's, 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 Great for food or whatnot. Yep. So you choose to live there, and you take the risk. But eventually, your luck may your luck may run out.
0: Absolutely. And we talked about that. Even though we're showing you guys real world stuff, CIG could also create their own kind of thing too. You know. So let's see. we'll see what else we've got here on the area of winds. This is the last one. Someone joked around and said Shark NATO, but yeah, Fire Natos. So let's talk about
5: that. Mm-hmm. Fire NATO okay so now we've witnessed how terrifying regular tornadoes and waterspouts can be but have you ever heard of a fire twister sounds like something made up for a film doesn't it well firefighters tackling a wildfire in greece learned that these things are real and horrifyingly powerful back in 2021 <sighs>
1: Why are you just standing around? Run! (laughs) I'd have been gone. (laughs) Whoa,
5: that was close. Like being a firefighter wasn't a tough enough job already. Just like fair-weather waterspouts, fire twisters form from the ground up, but are triggered when the hot and fast-rising air is combined with turbulent wind conditions. This draws the smoke and hot air upwards into a funnel, often dragging a whirl of flame up with it. Luckily, most fire whirls are small, ranging from 33 to 164 feet tall. And while they can reach a scorching 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit, most die out quickly. Most, that is. Some, like this one caught on tape on Kangaroo Island, Australia back in 2020, can get so strong that they're able to move away from the base of the fire. But this isn't a fire whirl's final form. In the cases of larger wildfires or even volcanic eruptions, the sheer amount of hot air and ash rising into the troposphere can create phlammigenitous clouds, also known as pyrocumulonimbus clouds. Depending on the wind, these ash clouds can become storm clouds, hosting mesocyclones and creating their own actual tornadoes also known as fire tornadoes. This happened back in 2018 when California's car fire triggered the creation of pyrocumulonimbus, which eventually gave shape to this horrifying E F three tornado with winds in excess of 143 miles per hour.
1: And you said the, names, the names of those um, More than a thousand conditions.
5: feet in diameter. This was one of the largest and deadliest fire tornadoes ever recorded on camera. Oh, I do not envy the crew of that helicopter one
0: bit. What are you gonna say?
1: We, when he said the names, the names of of those, um, uh, fire events, I was like, that sound like something from a spell, like from Harry Potter or something. The, the, the fire numbers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That didn't it, it sound like something he, he, he someone made up, but I guess and it's a real thing. It's a real
0: thing. Fire numbers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And again, you know, you can see where CIG could use this. And I know you talked about earlier about when we were talking about the, um, tornadoes and you mentioned, we were talking about the destruction of people's habs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, risk versus reward. Is it worth building somewhere, right? Is it worth landing somewhere? There's also an economy side to this, right? I mean, if you build there and your place gets destroyed and you're aware of it, right? You just do it. That's the risk you took. But it also gives gameplay for you to go back and now rebuild, right? Or do something mm-hmm. differently, right? So there's other dynamics to settling some places that are maybe, you know, more volatile, not so safe. Uh, as long as you're aware, right? That this is the risk I'm taking to be. Yeah, risk, risk reward, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a hab. It could be just landing your ship there. It could be just something as simple as that. I like the idea of different things like this happening just spontaneously, dynamically in the game in certain places, not everywhere, right? Um, But that's some pretty scary stuff when you... <laughs> you look at yeah, And
1: and I, I think his divine shadow was uh, some uh, someone made me start. He said, uh, w- 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 "Whenever you notice the fast card has already left, it's already too late for you." Yep, I agree. I'll I, I be gone, and you better come with me, or yeah. otherwise, yeah, yeah. <laughs> may not be, may not end well for you. Put it that way. Yeah,
0: Dex. Yeah, to answer your question, yes, Microtech does have snowstorms. Um, they th- they are. They're in. They're not to the level of what we're talking about. There are there there are some that happen where the visibility drops pretty good, um, where there is some wind effect in the game, uh, but all the mechanics aren't in place. And what I mean by that is that the ships aren't necessarily responding completely the way they would in bad weather. The weather is not completely the way it should be. Uh, there's just some elements of it there in the game. Uh, so. Yeah, Basically, if you get stuck Blizzard. out
1: there, you have a chance. You have a chance of getting back to to safety. Yeah,
0: Dex. Earlier, we showed a video when we first got started that CIG showed us in Microtech, where he was literally going down a mountainside, and it was blizzard-like conditions. You could you could barely see out the front window. <clears throat> Winds were very high, things of that nature. And some of that is in the game right now, but we're just talking about how can weather per se affect our gameplay. You know, how will we have to as players? have to deal with weather once CIG starts to bring some of these elements in. Now, some of the stuff we're showing is not what CIG has said. We we just have some things that we're saying, hey, what if they were to do this type of stuff in game uh, as ideas? We mentioned that earlier too, that fast carton artists kind of, Here's some real world stuff. Will we see things like this in the game? So that's kind of why we're and like, showing I, said,
1: I I really do hope that maybe like a failed, a failed terraform planet <laughs> may have some, 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 some what effects like this, cause yeah. you know, that's what, part of, what makes it un- unsuccessful.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's talk about this one here. Cause this subject has come up. Uh, this is another one that goes way back to 2017, 20... 18. 16, when did we, at no, no. when did we see the, when did we first see the vertical slice? That was 2017. Yeah, I'm looking at
1: it five years ago. So 2017, uh, 2017. 17. Okay. 2017,
0: 2017, we saw the vertical slice. So <clears throat> we're going to talk about celestial stuff. Now this isn't necessarily weather y'all, but Jade, I know you're going to get on me for this one, uh, <laughs> but we want to talk about things that, that we can honestly relate to. And these two in particular, uh, we want to address. And, uh, one of them is the coil. Uh, some of you guys remember when they showed us the coil in the vertical slice for Squadron 42. And even though we haven't seen the effects of a location like the coil, there are some effects that we probably configure will happen from it. So we're going to show you a little clip from that video. Okay, here we go. By the way, this is in the Odin system.
2: Captain, go ahead.
5: A pursuant of the UEE's salvage rights laws, I am hereby informing you that we found this wreck in good faith. Survivors were searched for and none found. All bodies recovered will be properly... That's great,
1: Captain. But all
5: we need to know is
1: if you picked up any signs of a second star in the debris. Okay, but I just want to make it 100% clear that this is
5: legitimate salvage. I know what it means when officials come around.
2: All of a sudden, clearing
5: a wreck becomes stealing evidence and interfering with a
0: official investigation. Okay. Let me go back uh-huh. a little bit here because, again, I'm talking about just celestial uh, phenomenon that take place. Uh, it, it, matter of fact, I think Jade's here. Yeah. Jade, Jade, what do we want to call this type of stuff where we're dealing with nebula, electrical charges, static charge? What is that? Would that fall into? I know it's not weather in the sense of it, but what would, we, what would be the right term for that? Uh, what, 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 what would we call that? Let's see what she puts up in here. <laughs> no, nah, cool. not She's the rule of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey. I know.
2: Because can I didn't. I, I didn't... say what, what, sure. while we
1: sure. while we're waiting on that I just want to say that 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 the whole scene of flying through that kind of remind me of the Matrix um, movie because um you got mm. the, the Nebuchadnezzar flying through the um the yeah. crust and everything of of, of Earth. It, it, it had that kind of feel for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, was, I didn't go into the thing of talking about nebula and all that other stuff because I didn't want to go too far with it. But I did want to talk about, let's see, the right term for that, if it was to come up with real-life equivalent. Protoplanetary be, disk. Protoplanetary disk. Now, I'm not referring to the, the coil. I'm referring to the activity and I, I, whether the activity oh, that would activity really happen the coil? Or not. I'm talking about like the lightning and the nebula. It's just a nebula itself. What is that? What would that be called? Cause it's not phenomena, and it, 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 it. I, I can't. Oh, think of I mean,
1: it. technically, it is a phenomenon, but yeah.
0: But no, there's another term for they it. Have a name for yeah, it. Yeah, there's another term for the stuff like that, like the electrical charges and things like
1: that. Molecular cloud.
0: Molecular cloud. Yeah, and I and I guess again, I'm just trying to cross-reference something for things that we need to be aware of when we're traveling through them and their impact on on uh, on on our ships. Um, there's two of them that we're going to focus on here. One of them is the coil. Because uh, obviously there's going to be some, I would think there's some danger, <clears throat> other than slamming into the, the rock or something in here. But obviously, <laughs> pops is call it hell. Um, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> things that we have to be concerned about now, and, and I would think that the the static charges, electrical charges we're seeing, are things that you have to be aware of and and careful of. That obviously you may take damage or something like that if you go into risky areas, like this. um, The other one that we looked at. Did you want to say something about the coil? else fast car before we look at the solar flares I mean,
1: like you're talking about risk versus reward that person the pilot in here is going in for, for a legitimate salvage so maybe there's something worthwhile to 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 um to go in and, and explore this kind of um, phenomenon but yeah if, if you find out that you know all hands were lost at, 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 on a certain ship, and you know what they're carrying you gotta you gotta say oh it might be worth going in there trying try to get it out or say oh you 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 may lose your life in the attempt you never
0: know yeah or maybe it's just not worth it because i think the ship they were salvaging was a starfarer so you know what was the reason why the starfarer was in there who knows right it could have been a part of a fleet trying to pass through whatever and it got struck by one of those electronic electric fields who knows right yeah but this is something to think about as far as those dangers and things the other thing is this my cutter out of commission i've stowed away in the
3: extra large hold of this misc freelancer max i should be through the standard jump point and i've landed at a nearby rest stop ready freedom No. No, I mean, this cannot be happening to me. No, you, you, where are you, man?
0: We're in station.
3: You mean, I'm still
4: in pyro? Yeah, I still can't believe you managed to find me by tracking my transmissions. Whoa, crap! Not again!
0: Okay, and we saw this happen to uh, Jax a couple of times. He, he lost his uh, cutter uh, due to, I guess, what we thought was a solar flare. And then again here with Jimmy when they're flying. Um, you know, again, we're moving off of the planet surface stuff. We're getting into space. Uh, this scene here with the um, the strike that hits the um, Kraken. It's Kraken. out there. Yeah. Um That looked like more of an electrical charge than it looked like a solar flare, per se. But we do know that things like solar flares and electronic or EM pulses are things that'll have effect on the second part of the ship. My assumption is, and Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, that looked like that was a solar flare that pulsed out from Pyro uh, and struck the... And it was very quick, by the way. Um, I'm going to go back here and show you how fast that happened. Watch the star when they show Pyro right here. And watch how quickly that pulse comes out from it. You can see it there. There was not a lot of time for reaction Mm -mm. to say, oh, there's a flare coming. We got time to go do blah, 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 blah. That is not what they're showing us. They're showing us something that happens very quickly and disables the ship.
1: Yeah. You gotta be real close to that in in your life, but you know, this is a game. So they can make it do however they want, but yeah. Let
0: me ask you a question. You know, let's talk about proximity, right? What does proximity mean? Proximity could mean destruction. It could mean (laughs) significant damage, minor damage. Um, I'm not sure if there's a radiation factor, uh, science folks in the chat. Let me know. Is there, there is is there a radiation factor from a solar flare?
1: Yeah, because we watched a movie called, uh, oh, shoot, what name of it? A Stowaway the other day. Okay. And, yes, the, the, and the radiation from a solar flare w- 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 was an issue. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So that's another factor, which leads us into the topic of radiation as well, because we have that as our final piece talking about this. Um, and I, obviously, I don't have a video of radiation. That's why we're talking about it. Um, but radiation CIG has already told us that they are building radiation suits for us to be able to mm. purchase and wear. And the question is what foe, you know, we just don't know yet what these radiation suits are for, um, is a radiation suit fast cart for me to be able to be in a system or walking on a, a moon or a planet, um, in pyro, uh, so that if a flare goes off, I can survive it uh is the radiation suit for if i'm doing engineering and i'm doing salvage on a ship and maybe the nuclear or not the nuclear but the engine or something is putting off some type of weird radiation thing uh i you know i don't know how many different areas but we do know that radiation is going to be a thing right in the game uh huh does the Banu ship run off of something with radiation? Y'all got weird engines over there. Is that or anything? Radiation?
1: <laughs> not that I know of. Not that I know of. It's just a regular engine, with it's you now souped up from from Banu. But <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, it, 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 I'm, I'm looking forward—not looking forward. I, I, well, yes, I am looking forward to seeing the different types of suits that um, CIG is going to put out for, for for radiation. I mean. I mean, you you, you, get, you can't have a suit that does everything, right? You can't have right. a suit that lets you do too too cold, too 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 hot, and radiation all all in one. So yeah. you have to separate it and and, and, and pick your poison, as, 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 they, as they say. So mm-hmm. it'll be, it, it depends on where you where you want what what you expect it to happen, but something like um. Uh, Pyro and the coil, and not the coil, the uh, um, station. We we want to save, um, the radiation suit, definitely, in my opinion, from what we know so far.
0: Yeah, okay, all righty. Well, that's all I've got to say about that. Now, is that all you got to say about that? I, yeah, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm looking
1: at the, I'm looking at the scene from Stoway. Um, you, you probably can't, you can't put it in, but it's like halfway through, you, mm-hmm. you can see the radiation effect. But yeah, put it in our I'm streaming light. But okay. if you want to show that, that, that that's what radiation is. Well, it, it, well, it, it can look like. Well,
0: is that a movie or is that real? Because if it's a movie, I'm not sure. It's anymore. a movie. No, right, I'm not no, showing. Sure it's a
1: movie, but they have scientific. <laughs> Um, consultant <laughs> and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. I, I have it on good authority from Kai. Yeah, it's it, uh, um, got some legitimacy the science, to the it. Was, 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 was legit.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, stowaway. All right. Uh, God, everything's one to pop up. But anyway, let's go ahead and hit some questions. Why don't you, uh, hit those for okay,
1: me? Okay, I'll look it up. Uh, hold on. Give me a moment. Here it is. Uh, silly question from Pop and Face. do you think SC will name a storm after FastCard? <laughs> yes, in my opinion. I think they'll, they will name a storm after me, called no. bad jokes, but yeah, we'll see it. Uh, Pop and Face, do you know if, there's a, if there can be a storm in the nebula? I think we already answered that. Yes, because I mean, it's not really a storm in the nebula, but it's um, a phenomenon that's already occurring, or, it's, you know, continuously occurring all okay. right So, um, another one from pops we had these flying in the game do you think they will come back for a landing in storms at spaceport? or should we be holding holding pattern and and be exposed to pirating well so do you think we,
0: let me let me address that one a little bit do you think pirates are gonna be trying to pirate you while you in a storm I don't know pops those are some crazy pirates um um, have you seen some of the stuff that Som- Somali pirates do? No, no, no. Did you? No, no, no. We ain't talking about Somali pirates. <laughs> We're talking about being in a storm, trying to pirate a, sh- a ship that's in the air, flying, waiting to land at a spaceport. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Um, you know, Pops, pirating is always going to be a factor. Yeah, will there be somebody thinking mm-hmm. about attacking people while they're on final approach? If there's a place that doesn't have a safe zone for you to come in, that could be a possibility. I don't, I don't know if it would have anything to do with the storm. Spy, splines. CIG has talked about splines. I think what they're gonna do with splines is similar to what happens in a lot of games because CIG has always kind of said that they want us to be able to have the options to go as as deep or as simple as possible, right? Right now in your ship, you can hit O-I-P-M whatever, and manually start your ship, or you can just hit the R key. And maybe splines were before they were mandatory, Maybe it'll be a situation when you call for clearance that CIG will give you that option to do I want flight assist or no? You know, we don't know where they're going to go with that. Are you erasing all those questions? I'm erasing a joke band. Oh, those were joke bands. Oh, I thought those were all questions. Okay, well, good. Let's nope, save some nope, more. Nope, okay. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> um, there's a lot of joke so I just saw, I just saw the thing flying I'm by. I'm like, while. what happened to
1: the questions? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, Pops, I mean, it, there's a possibility. But we do know the CIG did talk about it. a lot of people didn't like splines. A lot of people did like splines. I think they're just going to uh-huh. give us the option to turn them on and off. And again, landing is going to be at your own risk, especially if weather's bad. You might just decide to land someplace else, which, matter of fact, Fast Carp, remember when they first showed us that Lear 3 video? He couldn't land near the thing, so he had to land on a pad. Remember, he was yeah, in the yeah, connie. He couldn't. He couldn't no, land there because right. of the weather. So he had to literally land someplace else and get into the rover and, 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 and the end drive uh, yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's
1: see, okay so, And there was another joke in from dark knight, but um, this is the final question This is from Pop and space. The endeavor is made for storms, right? Um, we don't know that for sure Um, because they've got different but different modules may have different um integrity and stuff like that Depending on what, what they're doing. It should be it should be made tough that in my opinion It should be tough But um, like they have the biodoms and stuff like that for um you know, growing, growing plants and, uh, on a different uh, starlight. So I don't know how sturdy or you know what I think really he's thinking. T-
0: I can tell you what he's thinking about. In the lore, the well, let's, two things about the lore. One of the things that we don't have in the game is that Misk ships are both made by Misk and Gion and they're supposed uh. to be very heavily armored. What the lore says about the Endeavor is that the Endeavor is designed to be able to withstand a meteor shower. It's supposed to be able to take a lot of punishment. I forgot about that. So when you talk about, you know, what can it sustain as far as weather, they're just trying to letting you know that that ship can take a pounding, right? If, If you're out doing scientific whatever it is and something like that were to happen, the ship is supposed to have a greater possibility of survivability in game. Now, again, we don't know what that armor is going to look like for Miss ships because a lot of people don't know. And they may look at Misk and say, ah, these ships don't look that great or I'm tired of looking all like chrome. But there are a lot of people who will say, if I'm going to do something, like if I want to take an Odyssey out and do exploration over a Carrick, if it means that that Odyssey can take greater punishment because of the armor when I'm going into some area of space where I have to worry about that, I might take my Odyssey just because I know it can deal with it, where the carrot may be in a different space. So don't let you know. Again, this is why we want you guys to and it's so difficult, fast cart, because I have guys sometimes in our org who buy ships based on look. You know what I mean?
1: Not really dependent on what, what it may what be. The intent what the is supposed now. to be. Right.
0: What it's supposed to be. All yeah. I know is that it holds more cargo. That's the reason why <laughs> they bought the ship. You know, no. You, if, 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 if you know, you just don't. You know, I mean, so you really need to look at what is the purpose of the ship, its original purpose. I'm not saying you can't hybrid it into something else, but I guarantee right. you, there are people who you might look at that Reliant and say that Reliant sucks. But if the armor in it, because it's mismade, says it can take mm-hmm. right now, you shoot it, you can pop it and it'll fly out of the wall. You know, what I mean? it disappears. <laughs> right, yeah. But later on, the Reliant may be significant and good. Maybe that's why the mm-hmm. Mako. A news van is made by MISC because if it's shot at, it could take punishment. Right now punishment. it can't. So we need to know all that stuff about our ships. You know, plus, the, 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 the
1: whole thing we talk about in, in this show is risk versus reward. Yeah. Just because you have an endeavor right. and you could take it into a, into a nebula for a scientific um, exploration or or, or, or endeavors. Or but yeah, you could take it in for an experiment and whatever. Is it really worth it? Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's going to be worth I mean, a whole lot of money in game compared to like what it is in, in US dollars currently. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's going to be a big risk versus whatever you could discover there. So yep.
0: at your own risk. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think we have come to the end of the uh, road when it comes to weather, Fast FastCart. I think we've touched everything. Oh, we yeah,
1: and I, I forgot to mention that there are a couple of things from from weather that have real-life stuff. Yes, there's a couple yes. of apps that cover the start of the weather. I don't know if you uh, people are familiar with that. I'll put the link in, uh, in chat in a in moment. But... Um, my radar has a app that has um, location from Star Citizen in the app for, 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 for checking weather, and this was done like I want to say three or four years ago, and I thought that was pretty cool. So it, it's weather adjacent, so that's why we didn't really cover it during the show, but I thought I'd just bring it up now at the at the end.
0: Yeah, talk a little bit about this. This was at CitizenCon. It got introduced several years ago. I think it was the VP or the owner or something. Um, yeah, of the app actually came to see. He's, he's a citizen. He's a star citizen player. And he's a he, star citizen player, and. and-
1: but, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I had forgotten about this, but uh, to talk about weather and, and, and something something took on my mind and, 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 and reminded me of it. So I didn't actually, because I thought it was game glass for a movie, but it's not game glass. It's my radar. And, you know, they have different um, different uh, locations and that are different m- moons, and, and I think they have a couple of planets in there. Well, the only problem just,
0: is it's only the four moons. That's the thing the about board, it. They yeah. haven't updated it in a while, and I'm hoping, it's still on the app, though. So hopefully mm-hmm. they will expand to the rest of the planets and everything that are in Stanton. But he wanted this to be like a companion where you could go onto this app and see the different locations and landing zones before the landing zones weren't even on it. It was just mm-hmm. the, the moons, the four moons. And that was it in Stanton or four planets in Stanton. Well, no, it was the four Pop, moons.
1: Was The four moons. Okay. Yeah. yeah four moons. Yeah, yeah. And Pop your asked, do you think this would be in the mobile class? I don't think so, but no. who knows in the future?
0: Yeah, the Moby Glass, is, so. this this is just something that somebody else who's a fan of the game put together, Pops. Oh. The Moby Glass is going to have its own navigation, stuff like your ship and everything else, to incorporate this into it. At, there's no reason to, because CIG's CIG's map is going to be way more detailed than what this thing is. This is a very kind of like it's a, a, kind of a cool thing to be able to break out and show somebody you know it's in 3d oh, okay. it looks really nice and everything but that's about it
1: and jade has corrected me this, jade said they did update it they removed them so i mean, it's not saying <laughs> <entertaining laughs> anymore i thought it there was my bad
0: <laughs> yep there you go there you go so yeah that's it if you guys haven't seen it Check out my radar, the app like FastCard says. Ah
1: April 18th, 2022. Remove star setting features. Okay, so I'm a year behind.
0: (laughs) No, Jade. It was Jade. I just looked at that app a few months ago. It was in there. Believe it or not. No, I mean just not It wasn't a year ago when I looked. I mean like within the last few months, I just got curious. And looked at it. I had to find it. It wasn't as easy to find. It was like under layers so maybe or something. I don't remember now. I just know I looked yeah, at it. I right. I know I've looked at it since that date. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. unless I'm getting old and crazy. Which there's a there's a old possibility version. of that. There is a great possibility I'm getting oh. old and crazy. Um but yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Uh listen, as you guys know, um, we have our merchandise. Uh, if you guys want to check out some of the Soul Citizen's merchandise, their links are in our, uh, where were they? They're on our on Twitch. <laughs> they're on YouTube. Uh, if you guys are interested in supporting us with the merch, uh, we always appreciate when you guys style with some of our stuff. Hopefully some of you guys will wear some of this when we come to CitizenCon this year, and you'll be able to catch up with me and FastCart, and we'll get to see you styling in our wonderful And the play haters. And the old oh God and the player haters. <laughs> yeah, the player haters showed up. Last um, card, I hate to say it. I'm usually on my game. I am so, well, you know, my life has been busy recently. So I yeah. I do not have a flyer together for next week's okay, show. Okay,
1: you want me to talk about Soul Talk?
0: Well, we're going to talk about two and then I'll talk about the fourth, third one. But uh, I just don't have any graphics because I have not done the graphics for next month.
1: <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> So go ahead, you can talk about Soul so Talk. So yeah, Soul Talk is on Thursday at <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Convert that to your local time zone, please. But that's where we talk to our citizens and members of the community. We cover ISC, STL or Star Citizen Live and, and inside Star Citizen. And we cover different cinemas and um whatever else is going on during that week. And I, I, people come in, we have fun. It's a roundtable discussion. Please join in and um, come talk to our What would
0: us absolutely you do soul voices? I'll, I'll do voices if you can look up who we're going to rate um thank you guys oh shoot okay <laughs> yeah, No <problem. laughs> um yeah it's saturday 3 p.m eastern time is soul voices that's our one-on-one where you get to come in and talk with me and sometimes i have a special guest on with us we talk about things that are going on in spectrum and reddit in the gaming industry uh that are focused around star and of course have a lot of fun with that um always a great time we always appreciate when you guys join both fast cart and when you join me for our conversation so Hopefully you guys will be able to do it. Um, next week, um, our our next show is going to be, and I have to look, I want to make sure I say the title correctly. I was
1: just looking it up because, just now. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm All going right. to say the
0: title wrong. I know what it's about, but I, I, I don't want to say the title wrong. Next week's show, we're going right into May, uh, will be Best Community Tools. Uh, As you guys know, there are a lot of people in the community who have put together third-party websites uh, with a lot of great stuff. Everything from where to buy the best weapons, how to trick out your ships, uh, how to create your own fleets, all this great stuff. Next week, we want to be able to review some of those for you. Uh, Some of the tools, wiki tools, all types of stuff that's out there that you as a player can access to get information, have a better gaming experience, while CIG is still pulling things together. So we're going to be covering that on next Sunday. Make sure I get the date. The seventh best community tools. Okay. And hopefully you guys will be able to join us for that show next week. Okay. Uh, other than that, I think we're done fast cart. Unless you got something
1: else. Nope. done good. I have a target. I'll put it in, um, discord. Uh, I, I don't even know who that
0: is, but that's who we're going to go with. Cause that's who you put <laughs> in. I have no clue. righty. Well, listen, we are going to send you guys over to. What, he said Splint Shepherd. That's I uh, never heard that name before. Yes, yeah, Splint. Yes, yeah, Splint Shepherd. All right, we're going to rate Splint Shepherd. When you guys get over with Splint Shepherd, let them know that you came over from the Soul Citizens. If you like what you see, of course, follow them. And again, thank you for everyone who subscribed, who followed, who liked, who gave bits. We really appreciate you guys. Uh hope you guys uh, have a great week. We're going into May. We're looking forward to seeing you guys next month as we prepare to go into Invictus. Keep hanging in there with 318.2. FastCart, thank you very much, as always.
1: Thank you. And thank everyone who who, who removed the joke ban for me. I appreciate it. (laughs) Unban me. I
0: appreciate that. The host with the most. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much, as always. Take care. Stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you soon. Take care.